Hello, everybody. Welcome to HP After Dark, your off-topic show from Handsome Phantom. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, th- that's it. That's our show. <laughs> Bye. No, <laughs> Bye. So, yeah, this is our show that's um, off-topic, unplanned. What's up, everybody? Phil, is this your first After Dark in a long time? Since August, maybe? Wow. Dude, I want to say. You're doing the patrons dirty. Oh, very much so. But <laughs> they had Dave for a couple. I think one at least, maybe two. The Canadian... The Canadian Thunder from Up Thunder. Under. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah. I like it. Mm. I don't up, know what Up, up Under is. Up Under, dude. <laughs> but, uh, I like to get see you Up Under though. something. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yep. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, first time since like August. It yeah. Sucks. It's terrible. Wow. Yeah. Terrible. Well, glad to have you. I'm happy to be here. Glad you're not this dead, is the big actually. One. Yeah, I'm not dead. I'm not dead. I felt dead a lot well, this year. Well, you know. Inside. That's another thing altogether. A little bit outside, yeah. yeah. Pretty tired most days. I think I'm sleeping right now, but yeah, we're going to, yeah. I'm glad to be back on this one. This is a fun show. Yeah. Yeah. Phil, I like, dude, so you're on vacation mode right now, and your yeah, hair kinda. is like oh, yeah. post-sex hair, Yeah, but I'm digging it. Yeah, I think you could rock it like all the time, honestly. So today we actually got this. It's funny you <laughs> mentioned that. We ordered an Amazon. My wife has two big fears. Um, you ordered an Amazon? No, from Amazon. We okay. ordered this thing. It's like two silicon. I don't even know. You put these things in your hand. They got lots go, of spikes on. on them. <laughs> two <laughs> silicon things you put in your hand. And like you put the shampoo in your hair and then you use these instead of your fingers and it really stimulates the scalp. It lathers the soap better, and it's good for, like, hair follicle growth. I have that thing, motherfucker. Um, I have that. Do you? It's I have amazing. One. I use it every time I shower. Amazing. I'll never use anything else. I can't use my hands again. With the shampoo? Sure. With the, With the shampoo. shampoo, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, that's yeah. just great. So uh, I got out of the shower before I came here, and uh, this is how the hair was. I threw on the tassel cap and just took it off when I got here. Mm. Yeah. Because wow. it's about, you know, hot in this room at times. Right. Um, yeah, the post-sex hair without the sex. Not for the, now. The sex is coming. Yeah. For I mean, now. <laughs> probably. You, you go home looking like that. Yeah. If I have sex tonight, though, when oh I get home, it's a crime. Because she just told me she's going to bed. So. If nothing happens, yeah, I'm no. coming over. Phil goes home with that hair wearing his yellow Walt Disney World shirts. <laughs> the sex is happening. Oh, you already know. <laughs> it's like lingerie. It's already in the book for tomorrow. So, yeah. we'll get Dude, the Disney World sweatshirt. Yeah. Lingerie. Yeah, I was gonna put on the Sony uh, hoodie actually, and I realized, oh boy, that's a little tighter than we'd like it to be. No, so no, we, we put on the Walt Disney listen, World. So. Listen, yeah, do they make Disney World lingerie? They make some weird Disney stuff. Yeah, do you? They got the princess. Do you collection. know anything about it? Oh, I've looked. Yeah, it exists. It <laughs> Phil knows. No, it's all part of the like, poor planet. Not only does it exist, I'm wearing it currently. <laughs> he's, he's like actually underneath this sweatshirt. I have the aerial do on you right know. now. <laughs> Literally just shells. It's just two clam shells. Just, ju- just two clam. And a shell for the clam. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. A shell. Um, Don't be so shellfish. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so. You like that one? Got that hair. Yeah. Yeah. It feels good, though, too. Like, um, yeah. Yeah, dude, scrubbing your scalp with that thing. It's incredible. Boys, you got to try it. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Order them off Amazon. It's just like little little nylon little tippies on there. And nylon tippies. This, <laughs> this won't help anyone at, at listening you pretty at much, home. You pretty much just scratch your head with it with mm. the shampoo on. Feels yep. great. And then you're exfoliated and beautiful. Now, you said about that, you know, something that you use to like massage your scalp a little bit. It reminded me of their... Have you guys seen? I don't have the exact. I don't have the exact one, but mine yeah. is very similar. Yeah, someone's put that, that in one. their butt, hundred percent. 
Wasn't me. It wasn't today. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, I'm going to sniff your thing next time I come over. I'm telling you. But, uh, I better not be stanking. Do you remember there was like, there's these head, like, massa- head massagers that are Oh, like, yeah. They're like a dollar. They're, yeah, they're like metal wires. Dude, and they got outside ball tips. of an orgasm, name a better feeling in the entire world than put one of those on your head. You can Really, though? Mm. They feel so good. Best dollar you'll ever spend. You can't do it yourself. No, someone else has to do it still. Someone else yeah. has to do it. It's isn't, never the isn't same. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? It's very funny, but it feels, it's euphoric if you get it just, mm. Oh my god! It always feels different when someone else exactly every time. It, it always feels yes. <laughs> unless you got unless you give yourself the stranger, you lay on that yeah. hand for a bit, then do the head <laughs> massager. Maybe you'd be able to pass. I don't Maybe think so. you'll poke your eye out because your hand. Won't know yeah, what to imagine do. you get fucking li- limp wow. arm. Wow. Yeah. After dark, huh? Yeah, it's, it's fun. It is after dark. In it's fact, fun. right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Phil, you wanted to talk about movies. Yeah. What movie were you wanting to talk about? Well, either this week or a month ago, depending on when you're listening, we were talking about jazz a little bit on the uh, the other podcast, and I just watched Soul. Yeah, I was going to watch it today, and I ended up uh, turning on Independence Day instead. <laughs> <laughs> As one does I in 2020 say, when they're looking for something new to watch. Phil, yeah. did he make the better choice? A lot of choices are made in this movie. Okay. A lot of choices are made. This movie takes some twists and turns that I didn't expect. And um, it did make me cry for the second time this year. Pixar got me to cry. Nice. What was the first time? Onward. Onward uh, had some emotional stuff going on. Onward, I did not feel a bit of anything. Yeah. Except for, like, I thought some parts of it were funny. That's fair. And it was. Phil, what's interesting is I saw that, I mean, this movie did so well critically. Mm -hmm. And then I saw some kind of mixed responses on my Twitter timeline. Yes. But what intrigued me the most about wanting to watch this movie is the director, uh, Bird. Nope. No? This was Pete Doctor. Pete Doctor. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't. I Brad Bird he... did uh, Iron Giant and then right, okay. Pixar stuff. Pete Doctor. He did um, Up and, and Monsters that's, Inc. That's what really drew yeah. me to it. Yeah. And Inside Out, which of those four, Up is probably my least favorite. Really? Do you well, really like Inside Out? Inside Out's phenomenal. I thought Inside Out was really good. Very good. Also made me cry. I need to rewatch it. Oh, Bing Bong got me. I need to rewatch oh, it. Oh, Inside Out is really good. I watched it a lot of times actually with my I kids. I remember yeah. not like I thought it was good, but I don't remember no, being very good. as moved and as up. My concern with Soul was I thought it was gonna be inside outy and just feel like more of the same. And it was not at all. It took some twists and turns I didn't expect. Um, which I think a lot of people some of the decisions made throughout most of the movie, I think might be worth some weird discourse, if you want to say, comes right. from. Um, but I think it kept it from being a typical movie. And the ending, there was a lot of, you know, you either love it, you hate it, one or the other. But they said they tried out, you know, multitudes of different endings and uh, just to see what would work best. And this is the one they went with. And So mm-hmm. I don't have any real frame of reference for this, mm-hmm. other than you mentioned Pixar, and it made me think of this, and obviously Soul. Um it's a it's a meme, you know, of some whatever whatever meme means anymore. But it says 1995 Pixar. What if toys had feelings? 2007 Pixar. What if rats had feelings? <laughs> 2006 Pixar. What if cars had feelings? 2015 Pixar. What if feelings had feelings? 2020 <laughs> Pixar. What if black people had feelings? Oh, <laughs> oh my god, god that no. didn't go where I thought it was gonna go. I mean, oh, I just no. I, I I assume that's what? where some of the hot takes are coming from. Is that it's centered around African American. 
jazz soul music. You know? Not really. Oh, really? Okay. Like, one weird take. That's the the only trailer I saw gave me that impression. There was. I can't really say much without spoiling things, but there was. Yeah, I really can't. Okay. But there there was a take that really brought race and gender into it, and uh-huh. like even like the one soul they were saying like. Oh, you know, leave it to finally having you know a, a, a black man as a main character, and you focus on this white girl, blah blah blah. And like, the soul very clearly tells you at one point, like, this isn't my voice. I just use it because it annoys people. I can sound like this. I can sound like that. Like basically, like uh-huh. I'm not anything yet. I'm not right. in a body. I'm just a soul. Like, I don't know. So yeah. there, there's been some weird, like, made up hot takes for no real right, reason, right. just to have hot takes. It's a beautiful movie. Yeah. Um, made me think a lot about things and things that i think about it's hard because like i don't like to spoil things so i'm, I'm trying to choose what i say wisely because i know a lot of people have only been out a couple days but i think about the little moments and like things like 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 let's take trips we go on we go on a trip to like boston or e3 and like while there's some great big huge fun moments the things that i th- seem to really focus on when i get back are Dustin standing there holding his pop tarts and whatever else in his hands and looking goofy and right. <laughs> taking a picture of that, you know, and like us sitting at the club, you know, not even able to stand up or like because um, we're asleep or because we're drunk, a bit of both, yeah. you know, okay. yes. like, at, like um, there was one other, you know, eating pizza one night, like getting pizza was one of the most memorable moments probably from the video game awards right. the one year we went. And those are the little moments. And I think that's what this focuses on a lot is those little moments being important and, you know, not judging a book by its cover and, you know, just the little things, you know, um, there's a moment where they go into the barbershop and he thinks he has the guy figured out because he's the, you know, does all the talking whenever they actually have the interactions uh-huh. and when, you know, and he leaves and whatever, I'm not going to, it's not a spoiler really, but he asked him something along the lines of like, you know, why didn't you ever tell me that before? And the, the barber says, you never asked. Right. And you think about that a lot. Like you get these interactions and, um, even at the barber, she's asking me questions all the time. And I've actually, even before that, I saw that started thinking, you know, do I, do I talk to her? Like, I need to reciprocate a little bit more and, right. you know, things like that. So Unless you're like me and you're like, please don't talk to me. <laughs> and that's how I usually am. But, you know, I've been going to this girl the last couple of years and, you know, it's the first time I've really gone to the same person repeatedly. Right. So you right. kind of build those relationships and talk and, and things like that. But then I also start thinking, I get too much in my own head and think, well, she could ask this probably 20 times a day. Does she even want to tell me? What right. she's doing for Christmas right. And she again. probably doesn't even remember your answer to the question <laughs> probably after not. she asked it. Probably yeah, but not, yeah, it's so. the thought. But yeah. it's a thought. And um, yeah, just living in those little moments and, um, you know, we don't know how many we have. So living all of them. Sure. Yeah. 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 I want to, I think I, I definitely want to watch it, but um, it's, it's a Pixar good. movie. I'm going to watch it. It's just a matter of when. Yeah, and Trent Reznor did the soundtrack. Oh, no. Which really? I bought on vinyl. It's fantastic. It's yeah. so good. That's Target so had it for like for 16 bucks. Yeah. On vinyl. Very good. Oh, you picked it up? Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It was one of those impulse buys. Like, we were at Target, and my wife said, do we need another record? And I said, first off, you heard the soundtrack. You mentioned the soundtrack. Secondly, it's $16. So for $16, i would rather have it at home right. than wish I would have bought it for $16. Right. And that's probably not one that's going to be, like, printed forever either. No, for <laughs> so. sure. It already said on, like, limited crystal edition or something right. like that. And, right. And it's, you know, it's all instrumental. It's good when people come over, just play it in the background. and Yeah. It's good. That's cool. Yeah. But yeah. great, great movie. Um, man, they've been on a hot streak. And I, I like Cars probably more than most people, but ever since Cars 3, they really, I think they hit Coco, and then, you know, Incredibles was in there, and um, Onward, and Coco Soul. wasn't my thing. Coco I thought was very I good. I just didn't. 
it didn't it didn't hit for me. Hmm. Yeah. I slept on that one for a little while. But yeah. It hit pretty good. Yeah. And then Toy Story 4, which is going to have some sort of back and forth hot takes, but I right. thought it was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It's my least favorite Toy Story, and I still love it more than most movies. Yeah, you know, even, I don't think it's my least favorite. But yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, the thing about Toy Story 4, without getting too deep into it, is that I feel like it just shouldn't have been called Toy Story 4. Right. You said something, Phil, yeah. that is stuck with me. Yeah. Thinking I, about I tend to movie. do that, and I forget what I say. Is so that, you, that you said that this movie should have just been called Woody. Yeah. Kind yeah, of like, I agree. and you compared it and it sounds weird at first, but you said Logan. Yeah. yeah it should have yeah. been it like Logan. It's Woody. Toy Story 4 feels like an epilogue yeah. to the Toy Story trilogy, not like a, a sequel. And when you look at it in that light, yep. it had a lot more meaning. And for me. seeing them now making Lightyear almost as like a mm-hmm. backstory to what, why Buzz has a toy. It would have worked. Like it, it could have been. You got Woody's like kind of little story, Buzz's little story, and yeah. I want to know about the the politics behind that. Did is Tim Allen not doing the voice because he didn't want to, or they couldn't pay him enough, or is it because that he's kind of on the outs now with most of society? So I think that which the second one you okay. said, like <laughs> I think that they just can't market Tim Allen right. in a solo movie right now. Yeah, and the loophole on this is that it's not about the toy. Okay, it's about the human that the gotcha, toy was gotcha. based on. So you can actually use a different voice and then the Tim Allen voice and the toy can just be like, you know, the fake voice gotcha. of the toy that doesn't sound like the actual person. Right, so right. this is actually based on the human that went into space. That inspired Buzz Lightyear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. And I didn't even know there was one until now. And nobody did. Yeah. I don't think there was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, right. I, I, it was just a that. toy. <laughs> it was just a toy yeah. up until they, that They point. made it very clear multiple times that he was just a toy. And I guess that Buzz was just a toy. Um, but they never really talked about it. They did. did in they? an animated movie called Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. They talked about the actual... I haven't seen that in years. They did a Dude, show afterwards, too. I never think I saw it all the way through, but there was some kind of animated cartoon they did huh. about Star Command. That's so I don't funny. know if it's any good. No, but. it's not. I mean, I watched a little bit of it. It wasn't very good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess we can just keep rolling with the movie stuff, but I, yeah. I wanted to tell you guys that... I'm watching Lord of the Rings in 4K mm-hmm. now that that new edition is out. And I don't know. Maybe this is too. It's not a hot take. Can you have a hot take about a movies that are that came out over yes. a decade ago? <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah. I was thinking about these three movies and I'm like. Two decades ago. I feel like this is like one of the most important works of cinema. And maybe in my imp- opinion, maybe the best like yeah. ever, ever made. Yeah. I know critics that say the same thing. Yeah. Oh, well. I I need to revisit them. They get... Um, I've seen so much since I saw them last that, like, I I think when I think of big, you know, not maybe not trilogies, but big series like that, like, I think more of Harry Potter now and mm. things like that. And even though they started literally the same month in the theater... Well, you're the problem. And probably. Yeah. Harry Potter went on for longer, and then we've got some other stuff, you know, like... The Hobbit didn't really hit, I think, the way a lot of people thought it would hit. So um, I need to revisit those for sure. They're I, just, they're, they're a lot of movie to watch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the one thing I will say that has really stuck out to me, this viewing, is that especially now with the 4K versions, you can kind of see some of the, the CG starting to get right. a little old. Right. But I, I think the way that they did it is so masterfully done in that it, it doesn't detract. And in, in fact, most of it is not even noticeable. 
at all. It's just I was really looking for it this time. And uh, they're just brilliant movies. And I'm really uh, we're so we've been watching them since my parents are here all week. We've been watching them like one disc at a time because they break it up basically in the in the center. So we are halfway through the two towers right now. So we're actually like dead center. Yeah. And uh, it's been Really good. And we watched Akira last night, that's Phil. Awesome. Oh, man, that's one. That's fantastic. It was that's one I need to watch that I just <clears throat> keep seeing, hearing so much about. Dude, I've, I've got the disc, man. I can let you borrow it. I mean, okay. But you got to watch Blade Runner first. Yes, I do. I'm trying to get Emily to watch that with me. Yeah. And it's not that she doesn't want to. It's just like the timing hasn't worked out. It's kind of long. But Akira is Akira... Akira is not a not a family movie, is it? No, no, no I don't no, think no, so. No, no. Yeah, so that's not even one no, I can no, slip no. that in for a. Because most most of the time when we do have a moment to watch something, the kids are around and yeah. we don't guard them from a ton, but I don't want them seeing like. Now this shit's got titties. Yeah, I don't. Titties in it. Sexuality is really the only place, or like horror, gore, or something like that, are really the only places I draw the line. Language, you know, I feel like it's better to teach your kids when or if it's appropriate to use language rather than guard them from it. But, like, some things get in your brain and don't leave as far as what you see. So that's why I guard them more from that kind of stuff. You remember the McGee and Me episode about that? No, but I did watch a lot of McGee and Me. Night of the Bloodsuckers, he wanted to see this movie. Oh, yeah. And he snuck out and saw it, and, like, it just it wrecked him. Wrecked him for life. You just tapped into something that was in my brain that was long lost. Long dormant. Because I... I knew McGee and me, but yeah. I'd seen that episode. Yeah. I have a story about McGee and me. Excellent. Let's hear it. Uh, there were the McGee and me books, too. Oh, yeah. I had the books, yeah. So when I was in elementary school, I was an avid reader, even in high school to some extent. But in elementary school, we had a decent-sized library, but it wasn't huge by any means at my school. And I was such an avid reader that at one point, my librarian, who's now dead, R.I.P., um, he was old. But and he also had cancer. Well, as long as he was old. Yeah, he, yeah as long as he was old. <laughs> as long as he was old. Um, Fine. I mean, oh, what cancer, I'm saying okay, is, okay. it's not unexpected. He <laughs> right, would have passed not, by this not, point. Not. It's it's very expected. But <laughs> at one point, he you know he's like walked me through almost every book in the library. I even got into some of like the you know dollhouse fiction. Not I don't I don't know how to describe it other than saying that like stuff that a 13 year old, 10 year old, 12 year old boy wouldn't normally read, but I just read so much. So then he starts going over to the high school and bringing over books from there. And that's, he's the first one who introduced me to Lord of the Rings. Oh, he, nice. When I was in sixth grade, he brought me the Lord of the Rings books and I read them. But at one point, he had, I don't know, $600 or something. And he said, You've got $600 to spend. Here's the catalog. Order some books because he figured I knew what we had. I knew what we didn't have. I knew what I wanted to read and, you know, that kind of stuff. So he gives me this catalog and tells me to spend $600. So I'm ordering books. So I order a bunch of stuff that I wanted to read, some like comic booky type stuff, that, not comic books, but like, you know, more superhero related things and, and some more like highbrow you know, high school kid stuff that, that wouldn't have been in the elementary. Catcher but in the rye. Within that, <laughs> within that, I think I designated $100. <laughs> no way. Those books Mc- are like 80 pages. To McGee and Me books, specifically with the idea that maybe one of my classmates would read them and be converted through McGee and me. That's weird and things. I happened. don't think it worked. I don't know. Maybe yeah. 10 years later it did or something, but yeah. I'll always remember that like, you know, me as a six year old gets control of the library, part of the That's library fantastic. budget. And I decided to buy some McGee and me. McGee books. And me books. <laughs> they were <laughs> the not worst, heavy read. No, the worst piece of fiction as far as an artistic point of view, you could ever reach. But I, I was like, still- <laughs> this is what I can do. You know, I still picture the cover of one of them. It was like him and his, uh, skateboard helmet or something. Oh yeah. They were all like hand drawn. It yeah. wasn't even. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
Those were the days, man, McGee and me. Also, you mentioned Night of the Living Bloodsuckers, yeah. and then it made me think about Goosebumps in oh, general. Yeah. And then it made me think about the fact that I met R.L. Stein. Whoa. He came to, there was a writing competition, and the girl who was in the, she did it like when she was in fourth grade. And when I was in fourth grade, she was in fifth grade. And in fifth grade is when like she won the competition and they came. So all the fourth and fifth graders, I don't know why the fourth graders, except the teachers probably wanted to go, but because she was in fourth grade is how they justified it when she won. So we all got to go and meet R.L. Stein wow. and hear him talk and you know maybe read a chapter out of a book. And he gave us a book that was not yet released and he signed them. He, he autographed them for everybody and I have it somewhere. Dang, but I met R.L. Stein. Awesome. But I had to read those books um, at night under the covers because I wasn't allowed to read them when I was in like fourth and fifth grades. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I feel that. Yeah, in a big way. <laughs> they were too scary, apparently. But well, I don't have any. You know, I'm I have read normal. a Goosebump books within the last decade. You have? I have. I was going to D.C. with a friend one night, and I was staying at his house. And I don't always sleep well in other places, you know, outside of being on substances and whatnot. Uh-huh. And. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I couldn't sleep. He had a whole... It was like his childhood bedroom, and there was a bunch of Goosebump books, and I'm like, well, I'll fall asleep reading a Goosebump book, and I read the whole thing. Wow. Yeah. Dude, you know what books slapped? Animorphs. Animorphs. Holy Dude, I shit. never got into those. I read every Animorphs book there was. <laughs> show was real bad. I never I watched the show. I was going to say, wasn't there a show? Yeah, it's not good. Oh, my God. Trying yeah. to like remember the actual morph portion. That's so bad. Of the it was TV just like show? pictures. You'd have like human, 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 morph. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rat. Yeah. So bad, dude. Yeah. Oh, dude, Animorphs God. and um what was the other one? Uh I can't oh no, there wasn't books. It was a it was a TV show that was probably equally terrible. Do you guys remember the secret world of Alex Mack? Oh dude, that was a great movie. Was it she got was a the show ooze on her or a show, yeah. Show, she like, show, show. she I don't remember that. Yeah, she's the, the plot. The she, plot that they set up at the beginning of every she episode. She literally got like goo on her or something like she that. She like literally radioactive. found the like toxic waste <laughs> yeah. and was like all of a sudden had powers where had she power, could she like go invisible or invisible something. Yeah, I think. Was. I think she'd go invisible. And I think she might be able to like transform and she grew up to be real hot though. <laughs> <laughs> she did. Who was that? Who was that? The progression is incredible. Wow. <laughs> she, we, I love it. I had, they had a book about that too. I actually about read, her being hot. No, that's I mean that's <laughs> oh, magazines. Shit. Just um, the magazines. No, it's just really interesting when I think about some of the shows I liked as a kid. They were not shows my like peers liked. They were shows that were geared for like three or four years older than me. And part of that's just because my parents didn't let me watch like stupid kid garbage where they teach you how to count and stuff. I didn't right. know how to do that, you know? Yeah. I don't need to watch Larissa Olenek. Okay. But um, I, but it's kind of like when my kids were really young, we would let them watch like normal people stuff. And one day somebody was like, oh, you got to let them watch Daniel Tiger. It's the best. It's so educational. <laughs> oh, and God, no. We were like, okay, well, we'll try. You know, it's said Mr. Rogers, whatever. So we turned on Daniel Tiger and my kids, actually maybe only my oldest was born and he hated it. And I was like, Hallelujah! Yeah, he hates the show. Yeah, show it is real awful. Bad. Mr. Rogers, you don't want to hear fucking Baby Shark a million times, Ben. Uh, you know, uh, you made me think about books in elementary school. Did Did you guys ever read Banicula? No, dude. But who? Do no one knows about Banicula? I don't think it's so. like a a vampire rabbit that sucks carrots and juice out of carrots what? and stuff. Oh shit, dude! dude. I, I can't believe. Okay, yeah, it's it's a whole book series that has significant amount of lore. Damn. I can't believe no, no one's heard of this. Okay, well, I don't have to go on a tangent what, about what Nicola, but I need to read I need to look it up. There's like the cover I feel like is iconic. It has a rabbit with like 
red shiny eyes. It's What's kind it of creepy. Bunicula. It's like bunny and you know, acula. Bunicula. Like Dracula. Okay. Yeah. But this is old Phil. Wow. Terrifying. Guttural reaction for Phil there. I used to read a lot, Ben. I think you and I. Crap, dude. This is like scary little. Dude, I'm telling you, dude. Well, the the actual bunicula that pulled up, it's kind of creepy. But the the rotten tail that pulled up right next to it, because it was like a suggestion, is like a a rat man, and it is not good. Horrifying. Yeah, it's like that. I used to read so much in elementary school. Yeah. And then junior high hit, and then I just never read ever again. I think basically. about the fact that I want to read all the time, but I know yeah. I'll just fall asleep. Mm-hmm. I even already pre-ordered the Great Gatsby prequel, Nick. Okay. What the Hopefully. fuck? That's a thing? It, it goes into public domain, like, next week. Okay. Um, and so, like, January 1st, the... the uh, Written by... Written by, no, somebody else. Oh. But now anyone can use the property. So this guy already had the book, like, queued oh, up. Oh, my It's God. all about Nick Carraway, like, his life before he met Gatsby. See, well, that just feels that's just fanfic. Yeah. For sure. Literally I'm here it for it. I ordered it, pre ordered it. Oh it should my. be here on January 5th. Is that kind of like Wicked? Is that what happened probably. with that? Probably. Wow. It might, it might be. Yeah. To the public probably, domain and, yep. Yeah. Hmm. But, but so, that was actually good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So wait for after January 1st, you're probably going to get a lot of Gatsby content for a while because anyone can do anything with the characters now in the story. And, Gatsby merch. You know, the, for sure. The movies, they can do anything with. That's you know, crazy. Yep. Wait, how did they make the Gatsby movie? I guess it was licensed by the family. By the estate, yeah, yeah. at the time, yeah. Boz Lerman. Mm-hmm. Man, that movie is not very good. It's great. I love every second <laughs> of it. <laughs> I like it and hate every it. Every second of it. Yeah. No, every, I, I love it so much, I don't even care. That reminded me right there. <laughs> Dustin's like, I didn't really like it. And you're like, it's great. We, For those who are listening real time, you'll have just heard this episode of the HP Podcast. Otherwise, you heard it a month ago, probably. But I go on like a 20-minute tangent about how Super Meat Boy Forever is good, and Dustin's like, I don't really like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. I mean, okay. I don't know if it's a good movie, but I really like it. Yeah. Oh, that's totally fair. And I just love his stuff. Like Romeo and Juliet's yeah. one of my favorite movies of all time, too. I typically am really into contemporary music being in anything. I'm thinking of Jay-Z playing while they're going across the bridge in the car and just... yeah. That's it, so funny. That's what just, I hate the most about it. Just it just felt yeah. a little bit, a little bit strange. Felt great. Loved every second. Yeah. Of it. I don't remember having any strong feelings towards that movie. I do. Great ones. Yeah. Um, but not his best movie that year because I think that was the same year that Wolf of Wall Street came out. Oh wow! And uh, what a year a for Leo? Yeah, that's a banger. Yep. He kind of finger cuffed that year with those. Well, yeah. yeah. I told when it's funny. I remember when Wolf of Wall Street was in theaters, and I I told Holly I was like, I want to go see this. Just so you know, it's going to probably be pretty rough. It's like, okay, that's fine. And then the, the literally the first scene of the movie is Leo snorting cocaine oh, out of a hooker's, hooker's asshole. Ass, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it really set the tone yeah. for yeah. the movie. <laughs> I, have I told you guys about watching that with Chanel for the first time? No. no. So we're watching, like, I honestly think it's my favorite movie of the last decade. Like, I think of that decade, it is the best movie that came out of the decade. And so I saw it in the theater, and I was raving about it. I had to come home. She's very visual. She yeah. pays very close attention to what's happening. So they get to the scene where, um, like, the butler had, like, a gay orgy in his apartment. Yeah. And they walk in, and there's just, like, dudes blowing dudes all over the place and right. it's whatever. And, and the scene ends, and she pauses it, and I'm like, oh, no. Because, like, this is early <laughs> in our relationship, and I came out of a relationship where I was not allowed to watch things like that. Right. 
And she paused it and she goes, I have to rewind it. I didn't hear a word they said because I was so focused on what I was seeing. Yeah. And then I had to watch the, the, the scene all over again with her. And I was like, okay, this is different than, yeah. 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 than what I'm used to in the past. So yeah. it wasn't to turn it off. It was to rewatch the gay orgy so that we could uh, right. you know, right. repartake in the full events that yes. were happening. Of course. Visually and audibly. Yes. Mm. So um, great movie. It's It's got some things, though. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. got some things. Yeah, Jonah Hill may or may not have fucked and married his cousin in the movie. Oh, it's very unclear. He Whoa. goes on a whole little soliloquy about you know, it. You know how these things are. You know how they do. Wow. Um, yeah, on Wall movie. Street. I think it's a great movie. Yep, better than The Irishman. Scorsese's best work of wow. the decade. That's, oh yeah, you're probably not wrong there. Yep, should have won best picture. Part of that, and then it got turned off. How many hours was part of it? <laughs> it was. It, <laughs> It's they, long, man. They yeah. put it on, and then the kids at this family event started getting yeah. bored, and so they turned it off. And I like boring things. I'm the first to tell you, I watch a movie with two guys sitting around the dinner table talking for two hours if the conversation is, is interesting. What's but, that movie called? Uh, dinner with Andre. I need to watch that because I've heard it's great. It reminds me of 12 Angry Men. Great. The original That's one of my favorite movies, yeah. of, all time. Favorite movies. Yeah. One of the best movies of all time. Yeah. And they're literally all just in the um, same They're just sitting around yeah. talking at the table. But mm-hmm. the conversation they're having is so... Just gripping that you yep. you hang on every word that they say, but the Irishman didn't feel that way for me. Um, I look back on it a little more, probably highly than I did watching it, but I still just don't. It's not that great. Phil, you know, you and I, it's weird. I feel like we we have a hit and miss on what movies we agree on. I'm it's either like a lot of people. Yeah. It's either hundred percent. You and I are on the same page, mm-hmm. or it's like I hate it, you love it, or yep. or the opposite. I I have to say, Phil. Yes. You introduced me to what is now one of my favorite movie series of all time with mm-hmm. the before trilogy. I was just talking about that with someone recently. Was it you guys? I don't know. If Might have been. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember any conversations I have with no, anybody. No, I think, no, Chanel had me explain it to her mom and dad, I think, actually, just the whole concept of the the series. Yeah. Um, so, and I don't think you guys haven't seen those at all. No. I've seen two of them. Yeah, oh. Not yeah. yet. Dude, yeah. So, yeah. For Only any, two of them. Yeah. Oh. What really brought it back into my memory, though, in, in recent days, uh, Sabrina put up, Asking, I think it was like one of her late night tweets at like 4 a.m. Like, right, you know, rank rank the before movies, and then we talked a little bit back and forth. Um, but those movies all came out at interesting times where I related probably to them individually, so it's hard to pick mm-hmm. a best one. I mean, even when the third one came out, I was you know kind of just getting out of a divorce and into a new relationship, and it just kind of hit in a weird mm-hmm. way that I didn't think it would at that stage, so. Um, fantastic trilogy. That might be. Uh, I know you're talking about Lord of the Rings, right? right. It might be my favorite trilogy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, huh? They're different types of. Yeah, trilogies. they are. Yeah. I know. You, and I hope a fourth movie comes out eventually here in a couple of years, so that I, it's not even a trilogy anymore. It's just like a series. But right. right. And for anyone listening, that the unique aspect of that trilogy is that they're all filmed nine years yeah, nine apart. Years apart. Mm-hmm. And they and the in the movie in the story of the of the films they're nine years apart as well. So, so we'd be looking at one at like 2023, maybe? Oh. 2022, 2023. Yeah. If they're going to do another seems one. seems soon. It's crazy. It is. it is. Yeah, I've seen the first two. I haven't seen the newest one. Yeah. It'll just be one big blur of sitting at home over the next couple of years waiting for it. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I got my insurance cards in the mail for the new year, uh-huh. and it says that they uh, go into effect January 1st, 2020. And I'm like, well... Either something's wrong or we're just like taking a mulligan on the whole fucking year. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> throw it out. <laughs> we're starting over. Yeah. So are they wrong? Or? I'm probably wrong. Yeah. I got to 
once the holiday's over, I'll probably, I mean, I'm sure the policy is the same number and everything, but I'll have to get a hold of them and see if they want to send new cards out right. with the right effective date. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a question for you guys thinking about just like movies and stuff. This kind of sparked something I've been thinking about lately that's been more alarming to me is that I was thinking about it as I was watching Lord of the Rings. I was like, I've seen these movies so many times, yet there's so much of them I don't remember. Yeah. And then I was thinking in general when – so I was playing through Final Fantasy VII Remake again this uh-huh. past week. And I played it in March or April whenever it came out some sometime around. It's all blur. But again, I was shocked. I was like, I just played this and I feel like I can barely remember anything. I mean, there's obviously the key moments, but I don't know. I I was trying to figure out if there's something wrong with my memory or if this is just like what it's like when you start to get to your late 20s where there's just so much shit packed in your brain at this point that you can't remember that stuff. I've always been that way with things like movies and music and you know well, music not as much i guess but with movies and shows where i can watch something back to back like the office i've watched the office you know a dozen times the whole way through and there have been there there was one time where we finished watching it and immediately like the next day started with the first episode again yeah and it's just one of those shows that like i've got 20 minutes why not watch the episode of the office and there are times where like i'll get to a, an episode i'm like i totally forgot about this ever happening and maybe if somebody mentioned it to me i'd recall it you know that that's not that like it just totally disappeared from my memory period but if you asked me to recall every episode in that that series or something you know i couldn't do that and i've always been that way and i've been a little bit jealous and also not jealous of people who like watch a movie once and they can they can quote all the memorable lines to you i'm like i've never been like that but conversations i can remember almost every word of every conversation i've had in the last year. I didn't used to be that way, but now I am. And I wonder if it's something about like separating real versus not real, or maybe I'm distracted. Like if I'm watching a movie and like my phone goes off, I look at it. I'm not like spending the whole time on my phone or playing a game or something like that. But like there are times where I'm not paying attention, but as in a conversation, I try to pay. Th- I don't know if it's just the intentionality or what. I think that's why I love the theater so much is you don't have those distractions. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, I've been big, advocate of the theater and uh just you know i know i i sat for two or three days and i could have watched wonder woman at home and i'm like fuck i'm not doing it right i'm gonna wait till the theater where i have no distractions and get the full the uh the full experience but yeah yeah when you're at home and i think the office is a big one too where you're probably doing a hundred things while you're watching the office right. just because you've seen it so many times that's you what might that yeah just miss that moment all the time and that's what that show is to me now yeah. is the show i watch while i don't want to watch tv for me, it's Impractical <laughs> Jokers. Yeah. That's yeah. the one not real thing that I watch right. very mm. regularly. I'm a walking contradiction. Doesn't yeah. make any sense. I've watched probably more Impractical Jokers than anything else this year. Yeah. So that's... I love it, dude. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> terrible. Ben, you might be you might be on to something with the, the differentiating between remembering something that's media or something you watch and like a real interaction because... so. My my parents are here, as I mentioned, and my mom just got contacts again. And I was telling her, I was like, I remember the first time you had contacts, at least in when I was alive, because she had them in junior high or something. And I was like, I remember because we were at the Burger King by the mall, which is 
doesn't exist anymore. It's been demolished and rebuilt as a McDonald's. McDonald's man. I was like, I remember where we sat in that Burger King and where I was like, oh, mom looks kind of weird without glasses. I've never seen her like that. Yeah. And that was, I was a little kid and it's like, why do I remember that? Right. You know? So it's like something about real interactions that you remember. And that's, and Phil, you brought up, I think this was on uh, HP podcast, but like, oh no, this was, this was just now actually. See, I already forgot part of this conversation, but the more mundane moments at PAX. Yeah. Like, yeah, I love those moments. Um, yeah. I feel like I can almost lay out like a detailed bullet point list of what the night of the predator party (laughs) at PAX like. I remember Sabrina going down and like dancing with people. And then I remember uh, Dave kicking people out of our booth. And, right. Dave uh, getting well, roofied. Yeah. A long list of crazy things that yeah. night. But And then I ordered McDonald's to Orlando. Yeah. And then had to cancel that one. Yeah. And order yeah. McDonald's yeah. to the right place. That was all. Which we're lucky I got the. I mean, I was... Not not nearly conscious enough to be ordering food to begin with. So the fact that the second order actually got to us, pretty incredible. Pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah. Did I have to go out and get it though? That part's a blur. We're getting way off topic. No, I, yeah. did, I definitely. I think didn't. I. I yeah. think they. No, I don't yeah. know. Mm. But oh, there's no topic here. Nothing's off topic. No, that's but, true. You're right. Yeah, it's the little moments. The little moments I love uh, very much. Um, you know, a lot of the little things, and these won't mean anything. But just one last example. Like we've played a lot of video games. We've done a lot of things. But the moment coming here and Dustin's outside with his quest on playing yeah. stuff out in the yard, and I'm just like, what a world. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> that one little moment trying the, the quest out outside uh-huh. for the first time. Swinging a lightsaber. Swinging a lightsaber in, you know, in broad daylight in the middle of the yard. And right. Those are cool little moments that I think about a lot. Yeah, for yeah. sure, man. It's, I guess, I don't know. I'm saying something that everyone has already said, but it's like you realize – those moments especially in a year where we don't have a lot of them yeah maybe that's why pax is so memorable this last year is that like it's the last time that like we were really out and doing something really memorable yeah together and so i don't know if it's just our brain is holding on to that or, or talking what. about talking about those little moments um when my when my oldest was like maybe his second when he was two years old in christmas so it was like his third christmas technically um, he got a little toy guitar from my parents and he also got like a stuffed Elmo, um, like a stuffed Elmo, a stuffed animal kind of thing. And there's this moment I remember very distinctly where he's got the guitar on his lap and he opens up the Elmo and he immediately takes the Elmo and takes, takes the little Elmo's stuffed arms and starts playing the guitar with him. And it's just this brief little thing that I, in my head like stands out and I'm not at all a sentimental guy. It's just not who I am, never have been. And I I shouldn't say I'm not sentimental. I'm not like a emotional guy. And I remember like thinking how funny that was and how cute. And like I was going to, you know, and like I mentioned it to my family recently and my wife was there and my parents were there and my sister and brother-in-law were there. There might have been more people there too, but I know for sure all of us were there. And out of everybody, I'm the only one who either saw it or remembers it. And I swear we've talked about it since then. But, like, to me, that's, like, that special moment that literally at this point only I have and will ever have. And, like, you lose those things. It's just weird. You lose those things. And the one thing we were talking about, I don't know if this was after we watched Soul, but, like, if you're not looking at that moment, you don't have it either, and it's gone. Right, right. Like, there are so many things that happen or 
um, you know, could happen, almost happen that you probably never know about. Right. Um, which is kind of crazy to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's not big things. It's all those little things. Which, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny this Christmas, particularly I, something, a few weeks before I was like trying to find photos from past Christmases. Cause I wanted to verify something I got or whatever. And I was like, man, there's a few Christmases that we really don't have any record of in any way. And it's weird because I would consider myself the type of person that's much more like, don't bother with taking a million pictures, just live in the moment and have the memory of it. But it's weird. I really saw a value in those photos now because it really was able to bring me to those moments in a way that I couldn't without them. So this Christmas I was like, don't, we don't need to take a million pictures, but we should take some of us like opening presents or, you know, like we had, there's a couple of pictures setting up the, the arcade thing that we got for Holly. And so it's, it's weird how those, I, I've, I don't know, maybe it's like, I relate to the moms that are like taking a million pictures. Cause it's like, as an adult, you realize it's like, Oh, we, those are important in a level to, to get back to that. And those are the moments I think I've always been big on taking pictures. But when I think back to days and moments, even like I mentioned, you standing there with the pop tarts and whatever. Yeah, I remember that because of the picture that I see. You know, what I mean, so those are little moments that that I think about um, because of the pictures. So that's really interesting because I don't have a ter- like I mentioned that I can remember every conversation that's happened in the last year, which is mostly true. You know, there's probably a little bit of exaggeration there, but I don't remember a lot of events that have happened like around that. That kind of thing's a little blurry to me, uh, or when specifically something happened or where we were, but I remember what was said, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I really have a hard time remembering things from further back, um, even more so events and stuff. But I went to, this is going to sound really bougie. The first time I went to Rome, uh, (laughs) when I went to Rome in like 2011, it was my first time uh, across the the ocean uh, in Europe. Um, I went to a few different countries. And while we were there, and specifically in Rome, because I'd always wanted to go to Rome, I took, (coughs) excuse me, a million pictures and like, took a picture of every plaque, everything. I might have looked at those pictures once or twice since then, you know, whatever. And I'm sure if I looked at them again now, I'd remember things about them. But, like, then I went, um, as part of my master's program, I went to Italy again in 2014? I think it was 14. And granted, that's a few years more recent, uh, so there's a little bit of that factor. But, like, on that trip, I very intentionally didn't take any pictures. I mean, there might be a few pictures of me with some, with friends that I was with and maybe they took them and even I have them that re- that way. I don't even know if they were on, taken on my phone. Uh, but I remember so much more just manually recalling it from my head from that trip. And, and, you know, a few years later, uh, where I didn't focus on taking a picture and instead I focused on being in the moment, which I hear people say that and I'm like, that's dumb. I don't remember things if they're not pictures, but it, stands to be true at least in my in my own experience that I remember so much more from then when I didn't take those pictures and I wasn't focusing on that than I do about the trip where I took a picture of literally everything and it kind of reminds me of like you know how sometimes you'll be reading something and you get to the end of it and you're like I don't know what I just read I just read a paragraph I'm sure my mind actually read every word but I don't remember it because I was and I feel like that's like you're taking a picture and you're focused so much on taking a picture that you're not thinking about what the picture's of. Yeah. So I don't know if there's any correlation there, but there yeah. isn't. And I think that's when we were at Disney last year, we got the photo pass, Yeah. which I think was the best thing we decided to do. Cause it's, it's not cheap, but 
it keeps you from taking pictures all the time and you're in the moment that the pictures are being taken of. So right. like, you know, they just take a bunch of pictures of you and you could download them or whatever. Right. Cause um, they have so cameras everywhere. Is, right. Yeah. So like you really can get a picture of anything you want. Um, and you're not tied to the picture taking. And like I said, you're in the moment when they're taking it. You're, you're like families over and they're looking at your pictures. They're like, what's this picture of you? Like I was waiting in line for the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> they got me. It just went right to my bracelet. <laughs> I, gotta, I think it's cool. I gotta say boys, one of my favorite photos of all time of of myself, I guess, uh, you know, that has me in it, whatever, is the picture of the four of us at PAX playing, I think it was River Bond. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. And there's yeah. the four cool of us. And that's a cool one. Is that, that's one of my, that's like my profile picture or my header picture or something. Yeah. Somewhere. I just love that, that photo because I was thinking about it, thinking like, you know, someday we're not going to be doing this at some point in our lives right like stupid i don't know about i don't know what you're doing you know what i mean like it's yeah. n- that that moment you know it was it's not about that photo to me doesn't represent the moment where we're playing river bond right it rep- represents like the four of us the four of us yeah. and right. and that that point and i don't know it was just something that when i see that photo it's just like awesome there's three of those that's one for me another one is just all four of us at i think psx wearing our Oh, yes. <laughs> and I think the other one might have been PSX too. Yeah, it was like and the Spider Man one when we were all yeah, yeah, yeah. pose on that Spider Man. That was all, like that's a, yeah, that's a great that's thing. That's a great Phil, yeah. we have a couple with just me the, and you that I look Duty at one. all the time, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Literally, seriously. Yeah. I think that's one of the coolest photos. Yep. Period. Yep. Are you wearing the helmet or am I? I can't, I can't remember. remember. You might have I think I don't remember. I think I'm giving the you devil might have the horns. Helmet on. I I think I'm giving the devil horns. Yeah, like you know the rock on. I feel like I wouldn't have wanted to mess up my hair at that point in the day. That, that that's fair. It probably was me. Say, yeah. But yeah. So cool. So cool. And the uh, the man eater one. I don't know. Yeah. God, I love what we get to do. Like yeah. that's that's the coolest thing. Yeah, um, it really is. But yeah, and you know that game that River Bond or whatever. I would never think of that game if that picture didn't. I feel bad. Didn't say that, but. If it weren't for that picture of us, I'd never think. But I think about that game all the time because that picture exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's interesting. Wow. Yeah. Good Man. times. PSX. I wish they would bring PSX back. Oh, so do I. They so need it. Bad. They need it in a bad way. I mean, nobody's even buying that console right now. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's a real they can't sell stinker. a single. <laughs> no, no, that's true. No one is buying no, it right no, now. There, there hasn't been any sold this can. month at all. I don't think. Regardless of reason, they <laughs> yeah. should bring PSX back. Yeah. Yeah. Man, Brandon, I remember that our first PSX, that was your first time really traveling Period. far that, out. That was, I think that was my first time on a plane. Yeah. I'm well, almost positive it was my first time on a plane. I can't imagine what kind of a nervous wreck you were. <laughs> he was fine. I remember well, I you okay. weren't really nervous. You were like, okay. you felt good. And yeah. I think the thing that was more scary to us is that we were just like you know we're too compared to a city we're two country bumpkins basically yeah finding our way through san francisco and uh we yeah. made it and we stayed at this kind of like real shady airbnb apartment thing Sh- and with shared bathrooms and yeah does it blow your mind how old were you guys when that happened what was that 2015 yeah so it's about five years ago I mean, we were in early 20s. That's what I'm saying. Like, when I was 24, I'm going to sound douchey like you, when I went to Hawaii for the second time, yeah. I was there without <laughs> any adult super... You know what I mean? Was, I mean, I was an adult, but it was me and my we, we were, my ex-wife. We were on our honeymoon. 
I was 24. She was 25. And like, I'm thinking, I look back, I'm like, what 24 year old should be allowed to go to Hawaii by themselves? <laughs> <laughs> and just like wander around and yeah. not yeah. know what they're doing. I, I don't know how I, and no GPS, you know, this was before right. I had any of that. Like, right. like, how did I get anywhere, do anything? You know, I don't know. It's just crazy to think about. I don't know how I did that. It's weird to think about how people were able to drive around the country without GPS because I would be yeah. fucked. Yeah. Dude, yeah. like I remember my dad printing out like stack of MapQuest. Dude, MapQuest. Absolute classic. Yep. Wow. We got lost coming home from a concert seeing Under Oath one time in Ohio. And we had to like call my dad. He looked up the MapQuest and like verbally read us the directions <laughs> to get out of some weird oh, we're going no. through Conneaut Lake or something. I don't oh, know, some backwoods God. area and the road just stopped. It just ended. We didn't know where to go. Damn. Yeah. I found out, I didn't really realize this about myself, but I may not always know, like, the the right road to take from here to there. Uh, and I think I've actually gotten worse since I rely on GPS more now than I, I used to. But I have a remarkable sense of direction. Again, I don't know how to get from here to anywhere, like, road-wise. But if I walk outside, I can immediately tell you which direction something is. Hmm. Don't know how to get there. But I know, like, so there'd be times when I was in college, I delivered pizza, and I just had to know where everything was, which is crazy to think about now. I did, too, and I don't, I don't know how. Yeah. No and, and sometimes I'd have to ask my boss, because she'd been working there for, you know, she'd had the place for 30 years, and she knew where every customer in the entire tri-state area was. So, you know, she knew, but, and I'd, I'd ask her, and she'd tell me exactly where it was, what the house looked like, which side of the road they were on, that kind of thing. Yeah. But I just realized, like, Sometimes I'd get lost and not know where I was, but I knew that I needed to go that direction to get there. And I would just get on a road and drive until I was like, okay, it's it's going to be on. It's I need to go east now and, and or not, not even know north, south, east, west. Just like I need to turn right now because I need to go that general direction. Yeah. And that's kind of weird to me. That, like I can tell which direction something is, but not how to get there. Right. The problem with this fucking town, like, <laughs> they'll just tear down bridges and reroute. So, like, stuff I did my whole life. I used to, I was delivering pizzas. I'd go up right. South Main Street Hill. Yeah. Now you got to, like, do some loop-to-do fuck out and around. You can't just go right up the hill. Yeah. It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, yeah. So that was always a trick, um, moving out of Butler a little bit. And then, like, bridges and roads are just completely rerouted. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I remember crazy. I asked for, um, there was a time where I was, like, in college and I was traveling across the state a good bit and I, I knew the roads but not terribly well. I knew the direction once again but I remember like my buddy had a GPS he was going to sell and my girlfriend at the time was like what do you want for Christmas? I was like I want you to buy that GPS from him and I want to use it. And like now I'm like why does anybody have a GPS device that's not their phone? Yeah, it doesn't It's just weird sense. like yeah. technology <laughs> it was like yeah. So quickly, we went from having no idea where we were going yep. to having a device solely dedicated to telling you where you were going yep. that sold for hundreds of dollars, and they would sell map upgrades and everything. <laughs> that was and the worst. You, yeah, and you mounted it to, yep. and then you'd get in the car to go on a long trip, and you realized your map had to download, but um, or you needed to get <laughs> the firmware true. updated. But for like forty nine ninety nine, and then like all of a sudden, are th- do they even make new GPS devices anymore? I'm I sure they so. do. I'm sure they're still a market. I just like booked a rental car for a couple months from now. One of the options was for 13 bucks a day getting like a dedicated GPS unit. Mm-hmm. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, no. <laughs> no yeah. I'm not Why? doing that. Why? Well, the I'd rather get time, the insurance. The yeah, first time you. I went to Ireland, which is actually the only time, <laughs> but nice. when I went to Ireland on that same first Rome trip I was on, or Italy trip. Um, which one is it? What? Rome or Italy, you're all over. Same. That's the same thing. One's inside the other. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> hey uh, So 
I my my I went with my parents and a buddy, a longtime friend of ours, and um, we got a rental car. We were going to drive from Dublin across to where we had rented a little cottage, and drive literally across the whole country, which was only supposed to take a few hours. But um, so we we start to go, and first of all, the car is a manual, Oof. and it's on the opposite side. So my dad's trying to drive. He knows how to drive a manual, but not with his right hand and not on the opposite side of the road, not on the opposite side of the car. Mm. And I didn't even like think that. about that. Yeah. It would be your left hand yeah. for yeah, a manual. That That's so weird. Off. I feel so, like someone else is doing it. I, can't, yeah. I couldn't <laughs> even imagine. I could not even imagine that. So anyway, no. we're going and we get like 10 minutes from where we are. And we're like, we have no idea where we're going. We had like printed out direct. There was no way. So we go back and we say we want to rent a GPS device. Because uh, they had them, and they're like, "Okay, so they give us a GPS device. It costs more <laughs> per day than the car cost to rent. Wow, um, which probably wasn't that much, but it was still more. And then on top of that, we get to where we're going, and we we like walk across. It's really late by this point. We had done some sightseeing along the ways, and just like stopping and looking at old buildings and castles and stuff, and pubs. And we get to where we're going, and we walk across the street, literally across the street, to this little pub, which my son is actually named after the pub. Um, and walk and they're like, oh, why did it take you so long? And we're like, oh, you know, and they're like, why didn't you take the bypass? We're like, what? <laughs> and they had given us a GPS that was more than the car that was that was like a six-year-old map. And they had built these like two giant expressways <laughs> in the, oh, in the country. And we would have gotten there in like an hour and a half instead of eight hours or whatever it was. Ooh. Now, granted, we got to do all that sightseeing. We would have done it anyway later. Right. But like we did get an experience you wouldn't have had. But, you know, going down these little roads driving on the wrong side of the car with the manual or with the, with the stick on the opposite side uh, with a giant tour bus barreling down what is barely a goat path, like just crazy stuff. But I don't know where I was going with that. Jeez, but I think there's oh, an Adams That's movie about that happening. <laughs> we ended up getting a GPS and it was, it was worth the money yeah. even though it was wrong. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I could see the value of a dedicated GPS if you're worried that, or you need to take a call sure. something, if you need to use your phone for something else. Yeah. But, if I'm going somewhere that I need a GPS, I'm not taking a call though. Right. Right. Which is not happening. Or you pull over and yeah. Yeah. I just wouldn't take it. Yeah. I barely take it when I'm Right. You know. <laughs> Dude, now that they have like for so in my new Subaru it has CarPlay. And that's just the way it's to the go. Best. Yeah. It's the yeah. best. It's so convenient. Yep. Like just the fact that it connects with Siri and, and stuff like that. And it's it's, it's got, awesome. You got your Spotify on there, you got your GPS. Everything you'd ever need. Damn. Well, we're about... Okay, we're at 54 minutes. So, I mean, yeah. we can end it here. Or I don't know if there's any burning dick displacement. I was going to say, we, we, haven't, to we haven't beat dropping your balls in liquid yet on this podcast. You know, I don't so, think. sometimes that's okay. Yeah. We don't have to. Some I know that people want it. Right. But they need, you need a break sometimes. Mm, that's true. I did see someone. Next week. Next month. Next month. On next, this next one. Next year. Next year, someone on oh. Twitter did post one of the little uh, ball jacuzzis that they got for Christmas recently. Oh, really? So I saw. Yeah. Did they give a review? They just, just said, "I got this." Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, we need gripping, more gripping content here. Yeah, hmm. it's not great. It's not great. But Dang. somebody's sticking their balls in a little jacuzzi tonight. Ooh-wee. Probably. That's yeah. crazy. To think yeah. about. Is he wearing a yellow sweatshirt? No, <laughs> <laughs> not Phil. No. no, no, no. They wasn't big enough. So. <laughs> oh the balls of the jacuzzi. The balls, big old balls. Oh, okay, big okay, old balls gotcha, just gotcha, hanging. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no. Well, okay. I'd hope they're hanging. Oh, they're hanging, all right. So, on yeah. that note, <laughs> thanks everybody. Thank you if you're a patron and listening to this on release. And if you're not, 
Remember, you can go to patreon.com slash handsomephantom, sign up at the $3 level, and you get early access to Ooh. the current month's episode. So make sure you do that. And until wow. next time. Wow. We'll wow. see you guys later. <laughs>